0: 653
1: you're listening to pure opelka
0: this is pure opelka
1: with mike opelka
0: only on the blaze radio network
2: happy friday everybody happy happy friday i i don't even know where to begin other than just saying happy friday i hope you're out there today and i hope you You feel uh, empowered and engaged and want to communicate today. I have stories to talk about. I have much to discuss, but I also have uh, an interest to hear from all of you, especially with Mother's Day coming up Sunday. Um, First Mother's Day for me without my mom, so I was just going over the the notes that, that I kept over the years from my mom, and I, some of, the, some of the apologies that I sent to her that she hung on to, uh, because uh, I, I don't know if you, you can imagine it, but I may have caused uh, some problems as a child, and maybe as a young adult, and maybe as a, a, an adult <laughs> throughout my life, but uh, my mom was one of my uh, better friends. So I want to hear from you about your moms, too, especially if there's something your mom used to say to you that carried with you throughout your whole life. And I can remember when when my mom was real mad at me one time and I had a friend who had gotten in big, 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 big trouble and his parents kicked him out of the house. I think you've all known somebody who got kicked out of the house. Never happened in our house. Nobody ever got kicked out. There was apparently nothing you could do that would drive you out of the family house. And my mom, I believe it was an Oscar Wilde quote, but my mom used to use it all the time. And I think I was like 10 years old when we heard about this neighbor kid getting kicked out. He was just out of control. And my mom said, No, that's wrong. Home is the only place that. uh, when you have to go there, they have to let you in. And it stuck with me. And it always, I, I always understood that that was, that was a place you could go. So uh, if you have a memory from your mom, somebody calls them mommies, mommies. If you have a memory from your mom you want to share, I would love to hear from you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. We will wedge those in between all of the news that we have to get through today. Um, I don't know if you heard it, but my oh my, what an interesting interview with Bill O'Reilly on Glenn Beck's show. It's already posted online on the Blaze, and uh, if you missed it, you know, shucks. Thank God it's still there. But the the Blaze uh, has, well, that's that's why we do all this, the channels. You can go to Glenn's channel and see uh, what Bill O'Reilly and Glenn talked about. And I have said before on the show, I have not been in the past a Bill O'Reilly fan. But I thought his clarity on several of the issues today was, was fantastic. And I always appreciate when when there's a sort of a, a jousting match, a sparring match. And Glenn and O'Reilly do that all the time. They have for years gone after each other and uh, attacked each other on, on topics, on issues. They didn't get into too much of the, of the reason why Bill O'Reilly was terminated or his tenure at Fox ended. That was not what this was about. There was a lot, and although O'Reilly talked about it, but there was a lot about what's going on right now with the White House and the press, and, and O'Reilly has some pretty strong and solid thoughts on it. And I, I have a mini rant coming up about, about the press, because yesterday, as, as this show was wrapping up, I, I just about lost it with something CNN did. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, of course, of course, of course, the Lester Holt interview is something that uh, I want to address. I have a slightly different take than Mr. Beck, which you probably should expect. I hear different things. I see different things. I'm, I'm also someone who's going to tell you um, I want an independent investigation right now. I'm tired of screwing around with this. You have, what, two investigations in the Senate, one in the House. Who's working on anything else? And despite what everybody says, oh, it's bipartisan. It's not. Everyone's got their agenda. So take it out. Absolutely take it out. And take it outside of. The House and the Senate, and and let those people get back to damn work. Yeah, I'm I'm ticked off about that, but uh, so so we're gonna go over the uh, the Trump interview with Lester Holt. I have some additional thoughts on on exactly what's going on, and I, I was looking at the timeline because everyone's fascinated by the timeline, right? And we know all the all the times that that people. Uh, people called for Comey's removal or to step down on both sides, and then we, you know we saw the the crazy hypocrisy of of what happened the minute it happened, and then the left lost its mind. But we're we're also um, so we'll address that. We will also address the Colbert story. I think it's amazing, amazing that Stephen Colbert. The a, a, a late night TV host is being elevated by the president. I wouldn't pay him any mind. And yet Donald Trump can't seem to let it go. Oh, uh, heads up, Melissa McCarthy to appear Saturday night on SNL. Melissa McCarthy to appear Saturday night on SNL. If you haven't seen it. They were shooting a, uh, a piece for SNL on the streets of New York just today, this morning. Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer with the motorized podium driving on the streets of New York in full Sean Spicer makeup. Uh, it's out there, and so we have that to look forward to tomorrow night. I know, I'm making big Saturday night plans, aren't I? So uh, we'll deal with Trump and we'll deal with Trump and his discussion with Lester Holt. And I'll share with you the questions I think Lester Holt missed. Uh, There is news about Stephen Colbert and some of his reactions to Trump. There is additional news. Um, There's additional news from. I got my notes here. There's additional news from Senator Chris Coons. And I reached out to my senator, Chris Coons of Delaware. He is a full blue state guy. No doubt about it. But we agree on a couple of things. And one of them is a big project of mine. And we'll get to it. Um, and, and we have Keith Olbermann, who I think, if anybody is going to be charged with treasonous activities, can we say that calling for foreign governments to drop whatever damaging information they have on Donald Trump to help topple him? Can we say that you're, you're wanting the president of the United States to be removed from office and calling for the help of a foreign government? Well, wait a minute. Isn't this the same Keith Olbermann who soiled his own drawers screaming and hollering when Donald Trump asked the Russians to release Hillary's emails, remember when Trump made that kind of jokey remark on the campaign trail? Yeah, Olberman could not believe it. Olbermann couldn't handle it. Olbermann was out of his mind. But now, in his latest little resistance rant, he said, quote, I appeal to the intelligence agencies and governments of what's left of the free world, to them as entities tyrannies and bureaucracies, see he thinks he's in a Shakespearean show, as, as bureaucracies making official decisions and to the individuals who make decisions of conscience, to the, GH, the GCHQ and the MI6 in the UK and the BND in Germany and some other initials, he wants, he wants them to help bring down the President of the United States. If you are a citizen of the United States and you are calling for foreign governments to bring down the head of the United States are you not treasonous yourself sir are you not treasonous you see this is what it, the left doesn't get they're all, they're all pointing at Donald Trump and saying that he's he's the coup master now he's a dictator and yet they're calling for a coup themselves. They're calling for a foreign government to come in and interfere with our government because they believe Trump colluded with a foreign government. Does anyone smell the irony? Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oberman pleaded, now we need your help. Whatever there is on Trump, reveal it. Issue it officially if you can. Leak it if you cannot. If your directors and your governments want to, you, you to wait, look to the last days here and ask yourselves, plumb your consciousness, your consciences, is there any time left to wait? Drama much, Mr. Olbermann? God, I miss you on sports casts. Olbermann ending up saying a dictator in training has betrayed our Constitution and nevertheless survived two nights in office. What do you mean survive two nights in office? Does he mean just his, his position or his life? He ended by saying, if we go under, you are next. The freedom you save will be your own resist peace interesting um olberman seems to have uh, dropped some of the more vulgar language that he's used in the past in his latest rants rants uh in order to uh, to get this and i'm not the only one who noticed olberman asking for foreign intelligence agencies to interfere interfere in american political and governmental activities pretty much everybody on Twitter did pretty much pointing out that this is seditious behavior. Oh, Keith Olbermann, I wish you peace. I really do wish you peace, but I don't think that's going to come real quickly. And again, none of these people seem to remember if you get rid of Trump You get Vice President Pence, and if you think the left is upset now, President Pence is going to be a lot more conservative than President Trump. So go ahead. Go ahead with your bad selves. Call for foreign governments to come in and intervene in our system. That says you have no faith in our ability to manage our own nation. That says that we are so broken that this cannot be fixed. The only comfort I will give you, Keith Olbermann, is you are not alone. When we get back, I will play for you the comments from one of the very tiny handful of people who have won the highest awards in, in our entertainment industry. Won the Emmy, Grammy oscar tony and about 15 people's choice awards this person this rare talented individual believes that we have a coup already happening i'll play it for you next on pure opelka
1: you're listening to pure opelka on the blaze radio network Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Blaze Radio Network. It's Friday. It's kind of a goofy day here in Delaware. Uh, sunny one second, and then it looks like it's going to rain. And I'm a little upset because tonight is uh, tonight's a special night here. It is Cowboy Monkey Rodeo Night. And uh, that means uh, usually head out to the Minor League Baseball Park here where the Wilmington Blue Rocks are taking on the Keys. And, and there's Friday night, we have fireworks at the Minor League Ballpark. And then uh, a couple times a year, they bring in the Cowboy Monkey Rodeo. It's everything you can imagine it would be because of the title. It's a monkey dressed as a cowboy riding on the back of a dog and chasing herding goats and sheep around the field. Do you need any more entertainment than that? Do you really need anything else to say, okay, the rest of the world is just stupid. I can deal with this. I, I don't care if Trump threatened the guy he fired. Yeah, I do. But uh, I'll take a break from that reality to, to actually watch monkeys Dressed as cowboys riding around on the backs of dogs herding sheep. And if PETA shows I just hope PETA shows up. Um, PETA, if you're listening, it's Frawley Stadium in Wilmington, Delaware. Double dog Daria. I shouldn't say dog, though, because they probably don't like that. Double dog Daria to show up and try and let the fun air out of the balloon. No, uh, the only thing that could cause trouble is rain tonight because you don't want wet dogs and wet monkeys chasing wet sheep around the diamond. So we'll see a uh, report back tomorrow morning, six o'clock, by the way, meet here at uh, the blaze for the weekend. We kick off the weekend on the blaze radio networks at 6 a.m. And a programming note, programming note. Since we moved to this new time, management had been replaying the the Puro Pelka program nightly at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. and then replaying Buck Sexton. And somebody in that executive suite actually came up with a really good idea. They moved Buck a little earlier. So Buck Sexton is now on at 7 o'clock and I follow Buck at 10 o'clock. So for those of you that discovered this last night, we we, we heard this move was in play, and it was such a good idea. They made it happen immediately, and I guess there's not enough announcements online or on the programming, but that, the New Deal, this show from noon to three, then the uh, Liberty loving Latino, Chris Salcedo, and uh, followed by uh, Pat and Stu, then Buck Sexton, then the replay of Puro Pelka. So if you were looking for it uh, last night, a couple of you wrote and said, what the hell? Sorry. Sorry we didn't personally send you all notes, but we really appreciate you flexing. Uh, Now, I mentioned before we went away that Keith Olbermann, Keith Olbermann feels uh, like he needs to get the help of a foreign government to save our democracy. And uh, he's he's thinking there's a coup here in America, a coup d'etat. Well, somebody else feels like there's a coup here. Somebody who has won an Oscar, Emmy, Grammy, Tony, and about 14 million People's Choice Awards. That would be the one, the only Whoopi Goldberg, who was on The View yesterday and said this.
3: I, it yeah. just feels like a coup. You know, first, the whole Justice Department, got everybody got gutted, all of the things, things the got gutted. And it. and it just, yeah, it just feels... And he's got all of the, the general... It just feels kind of
2: cooey. Feels, feels kind of cooey. You stepped in coup, Whoopi. Anytime a new administration comes in, guess what? They don't have to take the... Piles and piles of sycophants who were left over from the previous one. They're allowed to restaff ambassadors, Justice Department employees. That's why you get to bring in your people. So you can have your administration. I don't understand how people don't get this. If if Whoopi would remember every show she's worked on. When a new producer comes in, everybody underneath gets fired. Maybe we'll talk about Steve Harvey, too. we got to get into Trump and uh, Lester Holt, and we'll jump on that next on Pure Opelka.
1: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka.
0: On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Pure Opelka. It is uh, the Friday before Mother's Day. And if you have a, a, a thing that your mom always said to you, I'd love to hear it. And you can call 888 zero eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and share it like like Chamont in Dallas whose whose mom has been uh a, a, you know i know he's close to his dad but his mom has been a an influence on his life and has probably told him something that is a nugget of wisdom that he carries with him forever and ever and ever right mr lynch your mom taught you something
4: here's the thing mr opelka uh i, I actually have two moms you know that's why they call me double that's yeah. a lot of reasons why the comedy double. Anyway. I was uh, going to say,
2: let's not let's not scratch the surface <laughs> too far. There might be some things we can't talk about.
4: Uh, calm down. Um, <laughs> so I just want everybody to know that's my phrase, and Mike's been stealing it. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so I have a stepmom who I grew up with, and I have a biological mother. Um, long story. I'm, we're not going to get into it today. Maybe one day. Uh, and they both gave me words of wisdom uh, growing up. Um, my biological mother, she always told me, Um, that treat people how you want to be treated especially the women because I'm a handsome guy Um, and understand that when you treat women the way you do remember that you have a sister and a mother and somebody could be treating them the same way that you're treating them so treat them with respect and kindness and my I like that. my stepmother, she always taught me uh, to stand up for myself and I always um, follow God's word because at the end of the day, that's all you have when nobody else is around.
2: You know, those are both smart women, both giving you great advice. So thank you for sharing it with us. And thank them. Thank them for helping you out. I'm sure you do. So you do double Mother's Day? Is that, is that Man, double, that, this double yes, Mother's Day? Y-
4: yes. I'm I, I actually planning it out. I have I had the... Two weeks in advance, I have to plan out the time that I I can spend with both of them because uh, you know, they don't get along.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We're not so, we're not going to doctor Phil you here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> How about that? That's good. <laughs> be that's outside very good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I just have well, to schedule out time that I spend with both of them because you know it, one of them might get mad. And actually, my stepmom's her birthdays on Mother's Day. Every other Mother's Day is her birthday.
2: Well, I hope you planned out so that you're not stopping by the gas station getting gas station flowers because mothers know gas station flowers. In the they absolutely know you.
4: In the famous words of Mike Pence, <sighs> <laughs> bye.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Double. Thank you, Shemont Lynch, uh, the guy that's helping me sound better and look better on the radio every day. Uh, it, we were we were talking before we went away about journalism. Because last night was the the big interview the big interview that Lester Holt had with the president, and Lester holt's a guy who has been rumored to be a republican i'm I believe he is registered as a republican, but I had some issues with his his interview, and I want to play it and and start it and stop it a little bit but before we get to that, I have a little bit of a problem with c n n Uh, Okay, I have a big problem with CNN and it starts with Don and ends with Lemon on most days. But yesterday it was the whole damn network. Yesterday, as we are, we are trying to understand what's going on with the firing of James Comey. And we're trying to understand and wrap our heads around how the left wanted Comey to be uh, disemboweled in the public square just a few weeks ago and now they're crying because he's been fired by their their president what happens on CNN CNN in the middle of the day yesterday actually posted you know the place where they have all the uh, all the breaking news headlines CNN went crazy and as again we're we're watching hearings from the Intelligence Committee, we're watching the, uh, the leaders of the Intelligence Committee afterwards talking about what they heard from the acting FBI director. We're getting confirmation on some parts of the story of the firing of Comey. We're getting denials on other parts of the story of the firing of Comey. CNN decides to go full screen with a Chiron, as it's called, the, the banner that runs across the screen on CNN, with with a, a a statement that says Trump White House president gets two scoops of ice cream, everyone else gets one. I I stopped, I stopped and I said wait wait what? This was in the middle of the afternoon yesterday. Brooke Baldwin and Chris Saliza, in the middle of the. Of the afternoon, with the, the screen, the banner across, President gets two scoops of ice cream, everyone else gets one. And all I could think of was, are you kidding me? CNN, this is what you've become? This is, this is journalism? Yeah, okay, you're covering all the town halls and all the hooting and hollering at town halls. You're covering all the snowflakes protesting on the street. You're covering all of the anger against the president from Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. All of that. But you bring in Chris Saliza to have a discussion with the banner across the screen about Donald Trump getting two scoops of ice cream and everybody else gets one. And you wonder why nobody gives a rat's butt about you, CNN. You know what? You wonder why everybody's saying, yeah, it's just yelling and and they're just really against the president. And I thought, well, this can't be really a deal. This can't be a thing, right? So I, I searched. And CNN politics even has a headline and a story. Trump gets two scoops of ice cream. Everyone else gets one. And then they say, "Okay, these are top lines from the Donald Trump interview with Time magazine because he sat down with Time magazine. And you know what? I have a problem. Not just with Time magazine, but primarily with CNN, because where have they put the focus here in the article? If you read the article, it talks about Donald Trump as a guy who pretty much works very hard. Donald Trump's in the White House. His wife and child are still in New York because they're finishing up the academic year. But Donald Trump is there on the job in the White House. He's only been back to New York once since the inauguration. Trump is in the West Wing, reportedly, according to the Time magazine story, 10 hours a day. And then he will have dinners with with people that he wants to meet with and talk to. And why shouldn't he? They're small, generally small dinners. And that's where the uh, the reporting of the two scoops to everybody else's one came out. And then you're also told that the president continues basically working from the the residential parts of the White House, the East Wing, making phone calls into the night. And we know he tweets late at night as well. We'll get into the president's tweets later. I still have some problems with that. But here's my problem. CNN and Time, you're diminishing the president intentionally. This is biased. This is fake news, especially in the middle of the day when the whole world is focused on the hearings. And and if you really care about getting to the bottom of this problem about Comey and how he was fired, two scoops of ice cream is a gigantic waste of network time. And at the end of the day, it, it became what it should have been, the focus of a Jeannie Mose story, where she pulls clips of other presidents and vice presidents talking about ice cream, which is what we got. Joe Biden sounds like he's an ice cream addict with Jeannie Mose and her little clips. So CNN... um. You really are fake news. I have to tell you that. I know you're not going to want to hear it, but you really are. Donald Trump gets two scoops. Everyone else gets one. What an entitled, you know, we left out oligarch, ice cream oligarch. Donald Trump gets two scoops of ice cream and his subjects will be lucky to get one. Oh, CNN, look how far you have fallen. We'll be right back.
1: Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Puro Pelka with Mike Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Puro Pelka. Uh, You know, I I will get to the um, interview from Lester Holt with President Trump. But uh, while I'm handing out fake news awards and fake outrage awards, my outrage is real. I, I really am upset at CNN for what they've done. And I have friends over at CNN, a lot of them, people I respect. And when I see some stuff like they're doing, like, oh, yeah, two scoops of ice cream and everybody else only gets one. How dare that, King? Um, I I get upset. And then I see people who I have called out for hypocrisy before in the past. And America's new sweethearts, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, I wonder if she'll become Mika Scarborough or if she'll hyphenate. Oh, please hyphenate. I'll bet she makes Joe become Joe Scarborough Brzezinski. I just, that's the way I envision that relationship. Uh, and they've been nice to me, despite the fact that I've gone after them on several occasions over the years. But nobody had Donald Trump on more as a candidate than Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. Nobody. They would blow out commercial breaks to keep Trump on. They spent more time in the morning just talking to Donald Trump during the campaign than any other candidate. And I bet all of them combined. Only when they realized, holy crap, Trump could win, did they back off. Because Trump was Trump was the cowboy monkey rodeo of MSNBC. I'm not going to kid you. Trump was Trump was an act that was so entertaining in the early days of the campaign. Well, hell, the, I think it was the Huffington Post wouldn't put Trump on the politics page. He was in the entertainment section. They were constantly getting hammered for it, and yet they continue with it. But MSNBC had Trump on more than any channel, more than any channel, especially in the early days. He would be on, the segments would be, you know, the normal TV segments, about 15, 20 minutes. They would be 30 and 40 minutes long. Well, this morning, apparently somebody sent an engagement present to Morning Joe and they opened it up and inside this this beautiful I think it was like Tiffany blue box, you know, looked like it came from Tiffany. Inside the box was journalistic consciousness because Mika Brzezinski finally, finally had to, to step up and tell everybody that we're not going to take it anymore. Right. This is what she was saying about that. They're not going to, they're not going to accept the lying from the Trump White House anymore.
3: And I'm going to just make one more point about the media and this. We need to stop celebrating ourselves and just do our job. This isn't like some sort of game show. And reporters do a good job because that's what reporters do. I mentioned the pathetic grab for ratings in terms of Networks having Kellyanne Conway on the show, a repeated liar. Uh, so So consistently she lies that it's almost like watching a car wreck on the highway when you're driving by. You just can't get your eyes off her.
2: So wait, it's wrong to have Kellyanne Conway on the show because you disagree with her and you think she's lying. But you had Donald Trump on as many times as he wanted to be on. It's not... It's not right, Mika. It's not fair. To be to be now playing Miss sacrosanct, to be demanding that we, the media, must be more responsible is complete Bravo Sierra. It's complete hypocrisy. And then I believe she also referred to it as news
3: porn. It's a gross tabloid TV management ploy for ratings, Mm. and that's not our responsibility. So here's my question. With Flynn lying at least for 18 days when he was under the microscope, 18 days, he gets fired for lying to Pence, and yet this entire White House is lying to the country, which shows to me at least, Joe, that this presidency is rotten all the way to the core and right to the top. And that's the story we need to cover without joy, without jubilation, and without ratings porn.
2: Without ratings porn. So now lying offends you. It didn't offend you when Barack Obama told us the lie of the year. It didn't offend you when Jonathan Gruber was lying about Obamacare. It never offended you when there was a Democrat in the, odd, in the office. Now lying offends you. Well, you know what offends me? The lie that you're telling that it offends you. It doesn't offend you. It's an expedient exaggeration of convenience. Stop it, Mika. And Joe, you know better. We'll be back.
1: Pure Opelka
0: with Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.